0: okay we're live people well uh i think youtube has a 10 second delay on this
1: yeah i've got the Um, youtube video open
0: yeah so still nothing still nothing there we go go. (laughs) cool okay so uh everyone how many are we 25 watching now hello everyone um hey 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 guys We're still missing one person. Uh, We're still missing Scott, but he will join uh, pretty quickly. And uh, we're just here to drink whiskey and talk tech.
1: I'm drinking uh, whiskey, water, hold the whiskey because it's 11 a.m. where I am. And I can't really do that right now because I still got work to do. But nonetheless, I'm here. Okay, so Eddie. Which whiskey do you
0: have? I saw you grabbing your shell there before. I have
2: the Balvany. It's a Caribbean cask, 14 years old, it seems. Yeah, it's pretty good.
1: I'm a big whiskey fan. And before I actually worked in tech, I was working in gas stations. But I also worked in a liquor store, and our specialty there was whiskey. We had, like, the biggest selection in the whole state. Man, we got to try all kinds of stuff. What's going on, Scott? Welcome, welcome. welcome. Hey, uh, <laughs> What's up? Uh, how you doing? But, good? Hey, hey, Creative Hub. Hey, Pro Code. Hey, guys. Thanks for coming. Thanks for showing support. Thanks for coming out. I see you, Tanvish. How you doing, man? Please answer my question that I posted in the Slack room. Let me check this out because this person has been asking me to answer this, I believe. Okay. I remember this question. So, if you guys can weigh in this person is trying to figure out what stack they need to be going for tech wise, and right now they know React and Redux they know css they know node, they know MySQL and Postgres, but they've just started learning that. My advice personally is just to go for the mern stack at this point and just learn Mongo but and express what do you guys think
3: yeah
2: that's that sounds good like if you want to have like uh, server side running, may- maybe go Next.js, but yeah, that seems solid.
1: Yeah, you're you're halfway there. Yeah, if you already know
0: React, it's like a short, a short step from there. If not, I would suggest the the Vue no stack. No, it's a joke. <laughs> Vue and Deno. Yeah, but uh, no, don't do that. You want <laughs> jobs with Deno <you> know, yet? <laughs>
1: Personally, I've only messed with Vue for a little bit just to get an idea of it. I think it is significantly easier than React, in my opinion. But I do think that there are not a ton of opportunities in there now, maybe in the future. But right now, React, for sure, at least in America, is like the leader in the framework. Yeah. And I learned Angular. I'm learning React now. I, the reason why I learned Angular was the companies I was focused on used Angular and Java. And I know Java, so React was a natural uh, place to go, but I could totally see React being as popular as it is because it does a lot of stuff. It's way easier than Angular, like significantly easier, but it's definitely got the job potential right now in the market. Yeah.
4: Angular is very much like an enterprise tool, isn't it? So there's a lot of places where that that's the that's the norm. Still is, still will be for a long time. I think so. It's it's still a great skill to have, um, and it's a complete framework as well. So you're not sort of uh, mixing and matching stuff. If you, uh, uh, you know, if you need your your data, it, it's already in the framework. There's not another sort of uh, thing to, to bolt onto it. So um, it's definitely a good thing to have. Um, and like what you're saying, Danny, if you're, um, you know, for the companies you are targeting, a lot of them it's still relevant. Um, even if they are transitioning, they want someone who's got skills in that to go from one to the next. So, um, it's still a good skill to have.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm like, I was saying earlier, before we went on the live, I'm a very stubborn individual. So when I make up my mind for something, I can't take a substitute for it. So in my town in particular, C sharp is king. Like C sharp is everywhere.net, you know, that's where most of the jobs are but there's only like 10 companies that use Java. But they're the 10 companies I wanted to work for. So instead of learning C sharp, <laughs> I learned Java. And I'm like, one of these 10 are gonna choose me one way or another. Yeah. And that's exactly what I did. So uh, don't do that unless you're like really focused, but I would say hedge your bets and go where the opportunities are. So, you know, if your town uses C sharp, do that. And I always tell people, and I get asked this so much, like. What language should I learn? What language should I learn? Everyone says the same thing, learn what you want, which is a great way to approach something. But I think it's more important to search your job market around you and find out what they're using there. Because if you learn Node and there's zero jobs in Node, you're going to be really upset in about six months when you start job searching. But, you know, if you search your area and find out everyone's using C Sharp, that's a natural way to go and, you know, that's going to be your best way to find out you know, uh, where you can get a job, when you can get a paycheck and things like that.
2: Yeah, exactly. That, that's like exactly what I did as well. Just like went on indeed or whatever, just checked out. All right. What are people actually hiring for in my area? All right. React. Then we're going to react, you know, that's, that's just, uh, and, uh, like this is super cool, but there's, Literally, no one hiring for Svelte here, so yeah. <laughs> like I picked up Svelte on the side, uh, like as fun uh, after I got like, a job with React. So you can always like learn what you want to do, but like if if getting a job is a priority for you, then I would definitely just check out like, all right, what are companies hiring for, what do they want?
1: Yeah, definitely. And one thing I just want to piggyback on on that, and I I say this a lot, I'm a huge believer in everyone should learn how to program, at least even on a basic level, because one thing, in my opinion, in regards to programming, you're learning a very unique set of skills to attack problems that most industries don't have. And the way we break down problems is instead of saying you need, uh, a website, you know, what's weird is I have the live chat in front of me and I have like the YouTube video here just to make sure I can see everything. <laughs> and, and so, a yeah, <laughs> so, so, like, out of nowhere, like, Mark was just showing the bottle, but over here is like the whole screen. I saw <laughs> <on> the bottle, <laughs> anyway. But, cheers uh, guys, cheers, cheers. cheers. I'm, I'll, I'll drink my water with you guys. Great.
4: Yeah, what's the time? Where, where are you based, Danny? What's the time?
1: I'm I'm out of Memphis, Tennessee, barbecue capital of the world. I always say, oh, you know, the great. It's it's 11 a.m. here right now, and the cool thing about Memphis is I showed up to this town wearing a size medium shirt, and it's not medium anymore. Like we'll put some weight on you real fast. Like <laughs> we we'll, we'll we'll make that happen real quickly. But uh, oh, uh. <laughs> But, yeah, I, I got to drink water because it's the middle of the workday for me. There's no way I'm going to finish anything if I <laughs> pop some whiskey right now. Like, it's not going to happen. <laughs> Come on. Uh, this is a really good question. How do you think looking for jobs as a fresher is going to be in the coming days? So how do you, what do you think the job market is going to look like for beginners or aspiring developers trying to break in? I can answer this at the end. I'll let you guys go first.
0: For people that just start uh, programming, yeah, I think Node is still the way to go. Um, probably still React or Vue. I think they will be on par soon <clears throat> or any time in the next few years. Um, I think Vue is currently overlooked a lot. Um, it has way more potential than people give it credit for, but um, yeah. I think if you learn if you want to learn some one thing new and want to be quite sure that uh, it will be used learn node uh, for backend because I I don't see that going anywhere not even with deno coming along that's going to be like another 5 to yeah. 10 years until yeah. they uh they reach each other's uh, levels but yeah node
1: So what do I you think, think the job market uh, is going to look like for aspiring developers? I mean,
4: uh I think it's tough everywhere really because of the pandemic at the moment, isn't it? So um there there's obviously I mean in the, in the US was it 10% you were saying Danny today? 10% of the workforce lost. So the so, stat
1: that I currently am seeing is 42% of jobs that have been lost during coronavirus will not return. So yeah. Yeah, it's it's that I that might be a very large number compared to what it really is. I believe it might be around ten, but I'm not you know a job statistician to create these kinds of numbers. But I mean, no matter how we look at it, there's jobs that are lost that are not coming back.
4: Yeah, that's a, a worrying statistic, isn't it? Because um uh, I think some I'm not sure if it is you who tweeted it, Mark, but a lot of the. Uh, Um, like the big four the fangs they're all of their stock prices just rocketing at the moment um i I work for a large consultancy firm um and sorry i I work for a digital agency who are owned by a large consultancy firm and um we i've never been busier myself um because a, a lot of people you know need stuff online but um uh, I think a lot of the smaller the smaller guys are getting pushed out and um uh, just just losing ground basically and um uh, it, it's tough tough in that space but um uh, if you if you find the, the 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 company you want to work for you just don't do like a, a spray and pray approach and you're you're sort of thoughtful about who you are reaching out to respectful of their time um and you sort of reach out to them with the the, the sort of skills you have um and they're looking then um i think that's that's a good that's a good in um but it, it, it depends on what state the company's in really so uh it's tough it's, it's tough for everyone um so um i mean how, how how would uh you think about that um mark or eddie
2: uh, right now, we're, uh, we're
4: leaving Danny, 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 to the end for the big reveal. Yeah, <laughs> I,
2: I,
1: have, I have what I call, I have what I call a big ass mouth, so I'm gonna be talking, talking, talking. So I'd rather give everybody a chance. <laughs>
3: all right, all yeah.
2: right. So um, my company is actually hiring right now uh, in the Netherlands. Like I know a few companies, I think that are hiring right now still, and I'm, I'm not like checking that or anything. I just heard so um yeah it, it kind of really depends on your area of course and like what what sort of company do you want to work at like i work at the startup and like we are growing and like we are hiring of course so um yeah but maybe like some companies with like uh, i don't know SaaS or whatever uh that aren't doing so great right now of course aren't hiring but guess what I'm trying to say, it it really depends on where you live, of course, and also the type of company and like, how flexible do you want to be? Like, are you willing to like, right, maybe this company isn't perfect for me, but like this whole Corona virus situation, like maybe, maybe I should just take the job, you know, it's, it's, you gotta, you gotta weigh the pros and cons, of course. Especially yeah. if you don't have a job right now, just like yeah. take take any offer you can get if you, if you're struggling to find a job, and then like maybe 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 you'll end up loving it, but maybe you won't. And then there's like still and plenty of time to just learn there on the job, and then just look for something else. It's like you, you can go yeah any route really.
0: Yeah, uh, I think in our industry. Um especially in our industry, many jobs will eventually come back because this is something that's not declining in demand. Um, the the uh, the loss of jobs is is like based to this pandemic, right? But the demand is still there. So if the economy grows again, I, I think there will be a rush on or a higher demand
1: on, on developers. I hope <clears throat> so let me preface this with saying last year I helped 44 people land their first jobs in tech. This year I was on track to beat that number, and I just kind of, I don't make money from it. I just really enjoy helping people reach their dream jobs, and I got kind of addicted to it to a degree. But I can tell you in February, so this year I helped, what was it, 22 people land their first jobs? And I can tell you in February I helped 12 people alone get a job. I can tell you last month, I got zero people in for an interview. So there are many companies still hiring. I know many companies that are still hiring, but there are a ton that are on hiring freezes right now. And it's because they don't know what's happening. They don't know the uncertainty. Luckily for me and my company, like our work has like doubled. like we are in a very safe place. Our stock price has gone up. We're, we're, we're great but I know plenty of companies and I know several developers with a ton of experience that have lost their jobs. And it's because it depends on the industry you're in. If you're in a customer focused industry that depends on those customers spending money right now, you may be hurt. For my industry, we're in the home warranty protection area. Everyone that lost their jobs bought warranties right away because they're afraid if something breaks, how are they gonna be able to afford that? What can they do uh, to offset that? So for us, we, we cover everything inside your home. So if your air conditioning breaks, that might cost you $2,000. Or if you have our home warranty, it's 40 bucks. So people that lost their jobs, they were picking that up for that reason. So I'm very curious to see how the job market's going to be. I do think it will be tough, especially for aspiring developers, for one main reason. We have many developers with experience that are in the same position as you are. So if you want to look for a job, I have one rule when it comes to looking for a job. And that doesn't matter what level you're on. You need to be so undeniably good that they can't say no. Simple as that. You need to be so undeniably good that like, ah, I wish I could turn him down, but he's fantastic. I wish I could turn her down, but she's phenomenal. Be so undeniably good that if you have a difficult name, they're gonna look at it like, how do I say that person's name? But after that interview, they're gonna start practicing and learning that person's name. <laughs> be That damn good and you will get a job. I-, I will cut out this part of
0: the video and put it on a motivational website or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
4: So there's a there's a good question in here from uh, Prihi about um, uh, what should take on learning PHP in 2020. Um, personally, I've got uh, I, I would say zero experience with PHP, but I have actually worked on some of the uh, the legacy stuff, like uh, uh, some of the legacy WordPress sites where uh, my current employer. So um, it, it's the most developer answer ever. It depends. Um, it, I mean, Eddie, Mark. Danny, do you guys do PHP? I don't. Um, I think, no. I think uh, Laravel is the uh, the next sort of uh, iteration on uh, PHP. Yeah. And apparently it's, it's, it's a really, oh, is it a framework. I guess it's a framework. Yeah. Apparently it's very good. But um, with regards to knowing PHP, I mean, uh, it depends on the situation. If you want to target yourself towards places which are using Uh, WordPress um, then absolutely it's a good skill to have Um, so um, personally I I didn't invest a great deal of time in learning it because I was more focused on the sort of node and react side um, of things so um, it it got just a a sort of um, I I read the uh, the glossary on it and that's about it really for me so um, but it's it's extremely popular um, still so why not there's still plenty of places that would need it um because i don't have any mention of it on my linkedin or um anything like that i'm not contacted about it um so i i I can't really talk about the um you know the the job market for it but i do know it's you know still a very popular technology i mean it's, it's 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 wordpress so all the stuff which wordpress runs on um Uh, WordPress is still a good, I don't know, twenty-five percent, thirty percent of the uh, uh, of all the websites out there. So it's 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 quite popular. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So I think
0: the only reason uh, why why PHP is still around is because of WordPress, like, (laughs) and and now now, Laravel. But there's not much else going on, especially new developments.
2: We actually have quite a few PHP devs at our job, uh, work, my workplace. for various like back end services. Um we actually hired a few uh PHP developers recently. And um like as fu- like of course, uh, like you guys mentioned, uh, WordPress, WordPress is like king for PHP, right? Yeah. So- yeah if you, if you want to learn PHP or if you really like PHP, I've used PHP in the past, like uh, in the first year of my college was pretty much all PHP as far as like backend goes. Um, but like with WordPress, you can go like all out, you can freelance, you know, you can make people websites, you can build plugins and sell them. You can go all out with PHP. Like PHP is like, Many people say PHP is dead or whatever. They're they're so, so wrong. (laughs) They're so wrong. Like if you wanna make, of course, I I love Node, I love JavaScript, but like if you wanna do PHP, do PHP. There's plenty of jobs. There's plenty of like money to be made if that's what you want.
3: Absolutely, yeah.
2: (laughs) Go PHP if you you wanna do PHP. That's like Um, all I can say. (laughs) can do so much with
1: it. I'll I'll chime this in. And so on Twitter, especially on Twitter, and please don't get sucked into these bubbles like just following these social media people and taking their word as the Bible or like some highly, you know, level of God is saying this because they get stuck in their own little world and they don't think outside of it. PHP is not going anywhere. And I'll tell you exactly why. There is no major company that moves fast. Every big company moves very, very slow at migrating to other languages. And especially when there's a large company and they have their entire backend built on PHP, there's zero chances that they're moving off of that anytime soon. I can tell you there is a, an incredible amount of companies that still use php there will continue to be an incredible amount of companies to use php are there languages that might be better sure that's developers choice business-wise they're not going off of it anytime soon it's going to be a long time i mean facebook uses a considerable amount of php and they even created react So that just goes to show you like they're not transitioning anytime soon i doubt anybody will be so you're it's very safe learn php now i definitely think there will still be opportunities in it regardless of whatever the twitter gods say but and that's another thing. yeah go ahead go ahead scott
4: it's the the same same for angular it's the same for angular it's the same for um that that's that's not going away anytime soon because like what you're saying danny enterprise use it and enterprise they don't move fast They, they you know so there's um and there's a reason for that because you know if they break stuff then there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of people are going to be angry across that stuff doesn't work. So this stuff needs to be really planned out, and it's going to be there for a while. There's, there's still. I mean, PHP's not dead. Uh, sorry, PHP. Um, uh, Angular's not dead. It's definitely not dead. Um, Here's the best uh, example
1: I can give to prove this: there are still companies that use COBOL. So they were just hiring for developers not too long. Did ago. you say and COBOL, yeah. is, still you say Cobol the, uh, is still alive? Did you say COBOL?
4: the stack all. overflow oh. survey did you see the stack yeah. overflow survey how much a cobalt developer gets ah, that is crazy money like how much it is you've got this grid like this graph of like all these skills and it's like curving like this and it's got cobalt it's like, <laughs> it's, like so, miles away
1: there, it's, there like, a it's job I uh, crazy. A nice day for cobalt developers and they needed them bad for the government agencies they were paying 750 dollars a day this is the uh, thing
4: it's, it's about a niche it's about a niche as well so yeah. um, so you don't have to be you know the best at all these things I mean uh someone was asking Danny to to like define uh what was it define you know they they, they can't sort of deny you but there, there, there's been like broad, having a broad range of skills on a lot of things, or there's been a specialist in a certain area. So, a lot of people say specializations for ants. Um, I mean, I don't know. I, uh, I'm, I'm not a polygot. I, I do, um, I do like things which I need to do uh, just in time learning. Learning is what I do. So, if there's something which needs to be done and I'm not skilled with it, then I learn about that at the time. Uh, but there are things to, um, to specialise in, like people who do SVG, that's a whole another world of skill sets um, to, to to get into. So there's just certain niches as well where, like we're talking about cobalt, um, if you're in it and you're good at it, then people are going to pay you for it. Um, what's that uh, Batman clip with the Joker in it? Um, if, if you're good at it, um, get people to pay you for it. So. Um, don't don't spread yourself too thin is what i'm trying to say um uh and just get just get good at learning just get good at learning get good at unlearning and get good at learning again because there's a lot of that happening so
1: there's one question <laughs> i want to ask because uh one of my followers asked this and i think they got to sign off soon so they asked how to linkedin second part of the question is oh God, how At smaller tech companies, worth it if I know I can get them for sure? And then, how to get started in TensorFlow? TensorFlow. You guys want to start before I do? TensorFlow, I don't know anything about.
4: So, that's not the one I. Me neither. So, how to LinkedIn? Yeah, me neither. Sorry, TensorFlow. Um, I I don't do anything in Python. So, um, sorry. Um, I've done some stuff with Dialogflow for like a chatbot, but nothing with TensorFlow. so, um, yeah, sorry. But for how to LinkedIn, uh, depends on what you mean. So um, I, I guess it's about having a presence in not just LinkedIn and Twitter. Um, I think uh, Sean Wang did a good uh, uh, post on it about how to sort of raise your profile in um, a lot of different places um, and the strategies for it. Make sure that you've got the same profile picture across all these places so people know it's you. Uh, be consistent, uh, that's what you can say about a lot of things in life, just, just, just show up. Um, interact with people, don't just spam links. Uh, you know, go out, find people. Um, there are quite a lot of, several people I know from LinkedIn who I've sort of connected with and have had sort of intros to people in engineering departments to talk to from just merely me just doing a linkedin search and reaching out to people who got the same interest as me so so for i mean it's a bit of a, a an open-ended question how to linkedin um well, i mean I can, it's the same with a lot of things I, but i can um, add
2: to that um, yeah yeah Go yeah ahead. uh so i have actually pretty much gotten my current job through linkedin so uh the way that I uh, went about that, uh, thanks, uh, is, like, I'm sure Danny can attest to this, but meetups, 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 yeah. meetups, right? Yeah. So um, on my last job, I just started, like, going to meetups just for fun, you know, uh, because uh, my dev team was pretty small, so I wanted to get, like, outside of my, my bubble, you know, and see what everyone else was doing, because it was also my first job, and... Um, so I ended up just, all right, I'm just going to this meetup, not not necessarily just to like, I, I'm I'm just ha- having fun, you know, I'm just hanging out and then people just, all right, watch your LinkedIn. Uh, all right, uh, let, let me just add you. And then in like maybe a year of meetups, I've added over like 100 developers on meetup. Uh, I mean, on LinkedIn, uh, and then, you know, At some point, I'm like, all right, uh, I've learned enough at my current job. Uh, There's some like things that I want to change in my life. I'm going to look for a different job. So uh, even like uh, I was at this point where it's just like, all right, uh, I'm completely done with my current job. I I don't recommend you ever doing this, but I quit before I had a next job. So it was like (laughs) at, at that point I was, I was done so. What I did was uh, I just posted on LinkedIn, all right, I'm open, you know come at me this is this is your opportunity of your lifetime. Hire me <laughs> <laughs> so um I'm, actually, because I met so many people at on meetups and like I, I connected with them i I got like three to four, five, maybe more opportunities for an interview just because of that you know i i I talked to people at meetups connected with them i showed them like how passionate i was when i was talking with them and then just sort of happened and you know then then, uh like uh i of course gained some visibility because people like started sharing my post and then i got in contact with recruiter and she helped me get my current job so what I would, like, advise you to do on LinkedIn is just have a professional picture, you know, and all that. Just have your, like, profile professionally. like Put on, like, all your skills because that, that's, like, how it works, you know. You have, like, uh, these recruiters s- searching for, like, keywords. So make sure you have your React if you want to do that uh, in your skills section. And maybe, like, mention it if you've worked with it. Uh, at the job or whatever just make sure your profile is good but like as far as like LinkedIn goes just uh, try to connect with people because yep. that's really like what LinkedIn is for of course but uh, it'll, it's also how you get jobs because like the job that I uh, got there there wasn't even like uh, a, a post on Indeed for it it was just not online you know the only way you could find out about it is through a connection so like just go to meetups meet people talk to people have some fun get 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 some some free food as well because you know meetups (laughs) well not at this time of course but just connect with people and that will like help you get a job and it will help you for the rest of your life. If you just connect with people, it's it's the best thing you can do for your career. Honestly, besides getting good at coding, of course.
1: All right. I'm going to chime in with LinkedIn because that's kind of like my powerhouse. That's what I do. So I'm going to share my screen over here. Let's see, share screen and I'm going to share this screen. Does everybody see my screen here? There we go. I see it. So LinkedIn is, without a doubt, the most powerful tool you can ever have when it comes to looking for a job. I helped 44 people land a job in tech. Every single one of them literally landed a job off of LinkedIn. Not a single person landed it through any other tool. The people that I helped this year, exact same thing as well. LinkedIn can help you skip the application process if you do it right. So for me, I don't want people to keep mindlessly applying to jobs where the ATS software, which is the automated uh, checking software that most companies use will throw the application out. It's easier if you make connections on LinkedIn with the hiring managers, because here's a couple of stats for you and why I love LinkedIn. of all the billionaires and millionaires in the world utilize LinkedIn on a regular basis. 90 million users on LinkedIn are hiring managers, decision makers, and uh, upper management for companies. So why wouldn't you wanna be popular where these people are? Why wouldn't you wanna be popular in their playground? So to cover the things that you need in your profile, first, of course, you gotta have a professional photo. You don't even need a photographer to take this. You just need a photo on there to show that you know how to conduct yourself in a professional setting. Almost think of it like a baseball card. Like It gives you that idea that that player means business. Well, you mean business because this is your business. So you can take a photo even with a phone and just put it in that area with that ring. It's going to make it look great. I put a mm-hmm. generic background, but you can put whatever you want on there, which is fine. Uh, So you you can do anything. And I've got a couple profiles of people that I love here that I'm going to click on as well. So here's where you add your tagline of what you do. This is what I call the initial hook. Like, how do we grab their attention right away? And so you're going to want to put that information there. Now, on average, the average uh, amount of time someone spends before deciding to read more of your resume and your profile is six seconds so we have six seconds to make an impression very quickly so you don't want your about to be long you want that short and you want the first three things on your featured section to be bright visible and catch attention so here this is when i gave my talk at google so i have these images here I have my post where it shows that I wake up before I am to code. And the reason why I have that there is to help demonstrate my passion for tech. Because I always say if you have two candidates for the same position and one is passionate, that person will outbeat the other person 10 times out of 10. So I use this photo because it's bright. It catches you, shows me speaking. It has this photo right here of when I'm coding. And then I have uh, this one right here that shows when I spoke to a room full of prisoners uh, learning how to code. So the first three things are going to be the first three visible things. Those you want to maximize the impact. This is about the section where people, uh, sorry, I clicked on that. People will decide whether or not they want to continue. So then you have your views, that's your dashboard thing, and I just made a post, but you have your activity. You want to try to always leave your activity on things that you've been recently on. So then you'll have your experience. So that's my job. That's I'm now a STEM board member for our school system. So I volunteer there uh, helping produce curriculum for that. Then I have my meetup group, meetup group and my old job. Then I have education. Then you could put certificates there. I always say certs don't really matter in the grand scheme of things because they're not worth anything. But at the same time too, can't hurt. So I mean, might as well throw it there then I always say have some volunteer experience, and the reason why I say that is you're helping your community one way or another, right? So why wouldn't you want to help uh, your community in the best way possible, and then at the same time, you can show that you're doing something for that. So if you don't have volunteer experience, go volunteer. Go be a positive impact in your community one way or another because you're only helping even if it's like you're helping someone and you can add that, but you're helping someone, so do it. Don't be a you know a bad word that I could have said right there. I'm trying to keep this family friendly, right? Then also reach out to people you know. Have them endorse you for things that they know that you're capable of. Like, do you know how to make a website? If so, I should have muted my Slack. Hold on one second.
4: Daddy, come on.
1: Yeah. So... Uh, <laughs> It, like, it's the middle of the work day. Everybody's talking. What do you want? But, uh, so you want people to Im- endorse you for the things that you know. And I will honestly say your top three things are going to be the things people click on. Because if you go to the things that I know I'm capable of and my coworkers know I'm capable of, like Java, for example, I have, like, one person that endorsed it. But I've got, like, 20 people that endorse me for management, 26 that endorse me for front end, even though I'm mainly working back. So, I mean, your top three things are going to be what people click on. Then I always say, make sure you ask people that you know, that you've worked with, that you've definitely highlighted things for, have them leave a review for you because it doesn't take them any time to do it, but those reviews really go a long way in showing what you're capable of and what people, uh, and of course, I would say, when you tout your own accomplishments, no one really cares about that because it almost seems like you're self-centered, you're going for your own, uh, goals. You, you need know, to do it. You it, need to do it. Well Most I always say time. it's always louder when someone says it for you. So if someone's am. amplifying that for you, it goes a lot longer than um something else like that. So have that there. And I just want to click on these profile. There are two people that I definitely admire and they're in my local community. So this is Lawrence Lockhart. He's someone I mention quite often. He made his transition into tech at 49. He was a uh he worked at a burger restaurant and he flipped burgers. And now he's a software engineer for a huge company in town. But this is his little profile right here. He's optimizing spring Boot microservices. Same thing with his featured same three sections. That's him uh, graduating from boot camp. That's some of the impact he does. He's a local leader for a meetup. So he keeps that activity there. And so he has this little experience there from when he worked at this company, this company now for FedEx, which is a global giant and their global headquarters is here. So he does that and same things here he goes through those same ideas he's volunteered at code.org he's volunteered with this group this group black girls code which we've all volunteered for and i'm a huge believer in then you have the same endorsements and your reviews jc smiley love this guy um i've been knowing him now for a little over two years same things with him he shows how he leads his group uh he volunteers with a ton of uh groups to make sure that he provides resources to developers in need and You go through the same thing, highlight his highlights and his featured section. He actually created a freelancing project with a company that is a car museum. So he literally made this application of React Native and did that. And then of course his third item is a meetup that I was also at as well. I used to help lead with this group. So great, great, great. And I hope this gives you ideas on what you can go forward with on your profile. So I'll stop my screen share there. And I hope that set everybody up for a good situation.
4: Can I, can I just uh, mention uh, Austin Belshack, I think the guy's name is. Um, he's a, um, uh, I think he's done a post on Free Co-Camp. Uh Maybe I should have been looking this up before talking about it. But um, this guy has done a, um, a load of good um, information on how to get on how to linkedin basically so um it's really good just let me find the link and uh he's got a ton of resources for how to how to linkedin basically so um i'll leave this um i'll let you guys carry on talking i'm just going to find this link and post it in the chat um, um.
1: I hope the demo helped by the way because I know it spoke for a good minute but I think it, it should have <laughs> you know it doesn't really, sound
4: like doesn't sound like you Denny someone to speak for a good minute. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: well, it's the other thing too is like I I get these questions all the time so I wanted to kind of put it on video so that yeah, 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 me, yeah I can yeah. Say, just come check out this YouTube video and you can use it as a reference. Yeah. Cuz I literally get that almost daily. Daniel says, great uh, explanation on LinkedIn. Thank you, glad. Hey, Jay, and in case you ever want to learn anything about Java, uh, CSS, Jay is the guy to talk to because that dude will take uh, a picture of a water glass and turn it into a cancer-saving medication somehow. Like, I mean, he does some crazy stuff <laughs> with CSS I've never seen before. So definitely check that so out.
4: So the uh, the link for Austin, uh, I've just posted his uh, cocamp profile in uh, in the chat. That guy it's just this is a ton of resources. So if if you're you know if you want to get uh, shape up your LinkedIn game, then just, just check out his uh, his material. There's there's a ton of it. I mean a metric ton. Um, so good luck because <laughs> he, he he's like a vampire. So once you uh, once you let him in, that's it. You just get bombarded with all this information from him, which is good. Um, but um, yeah, just just be prepared. <laughs>
1: All right, so would learning React be easier if you were a Node Master? Let's go ahead with that. We got so many questions in the chat. I just want to try and knock out some
4: of them. Sorry, Danny, Uh, someone asked about Spring Boot, and I think you're the only person who's qualified to talk about that uh, amongst us. So um, I think it was was the the questions you reeled off at the beginning uh, for the person who had to sign off. He was also asked about Spring Boot um so i'd like to know a bit more about it as well uh, okay
1: let me find line. that question it was on twitter wasn't it i remember that question yeah yeah i'm trying to remember exactly what he asked Hold on, let me pull that question up I'm okay on well,
4: let's 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 just move on to the next question while you while you look for that which was so, oh yeah node, node node and react so um that, that, uh, apologies up front it's just JavaScript, but it's not. So <laughs> Node is more scripting, and uh, React is is more uh, making HTML tags out of JavaScript. <laughs> it's my my um, uh, uh, really bad way of phrasing it, but um, I think if you know JavaScript, um, then you're gonna you're gonna know React, uh, but just get you know jsx is just a way to um to have html in your in your javascript um so if, if you're very good at nodes and then someone has asked you to do some front-end stuff um then I, I think you wouldn't have any trouble picking it up um is what i'll say to
2: that yeah i totally agree like i work with react pretty much every day uh at my work at least and like, if, if you're good at Node, if you're good at JavaScript, all you really, like, got to learn is React. And React is, is, like, it's it's just a library, not a framework. Uh, there's a semantical difference, but uh, I'm not going to get into that. But, like, it basically means, like, the API is a bit smaller than, uh, you know, maybe Angular or whatever. So um, all you got really got to learn is, uh, like, the basics of React, like uh, of course, hooks uh, is a bit different than like maybe your uh, the program programming paradigms that you're used to. Uh, but the like the documentation, you can go through that most of it at least in a, in a day, and then you'll be familiar with React. You're you're good to go. You're there. You know you you can start building the next Facebook. For all I know, you know. Uh, of course, you'll uh, learn some stuff along the way, and then um, not everything might make sense at first. But React, like any framework, if you're if you're good at like the fundamentals of JavaScript, like, many people don't want to hear it, but if you're good at, <laughs> at fundamentals, then you can pick up one of these frameworks pretty easily, even if you're mainly doing back end and then jumping in the front end. If it's JavaScript, And you're familiar with javascript then you can make sense of it then you can start learning it learning react view whatever any framework for that matter you can even jump into this into the source code if you're confused if you're really good at javascript you know you can take a look at what how these things are built make sense of it and then build your own like cool SaaS or maybe you know any project really it's you, you can do anything with it. That's
4: what makes code so awesome. Yay. So Jay, <laughs> it's ne- nearly all gone, mate. Jay, that's for you, buddy. Uh, that
3: the, nearly, uh,
4: it's, it's nearly all gone, mate. So the
2: nicker um, from the barrel. Yeah. I, I actually this, finished a bottle. I early.
4: never, never, never used to drink that stuff. Mm-hmm. I never used to drink whiskey until someone introduced me to this, um, a couple of years ago now. And, um, Oh, a whiskey drinking eh? <laughs> now. So um, yeah, yeah. Because
2: uh, my girlfriend, she like every time like I, I drink whiskey, uh, and every time I get a new one, I let her try it. And that's actually like the Nikka from the barrel. Uh, that that one is the first one she actually liked. So
4: <laughs> there <Yeah>. you go. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've, I've nev- never liked it ever. Anytime everyone's ever gone, oh, this is a 15 year old oak cask, sort of, uh, you know, all this sort of stuff and you try it and it just, it just burns your throat and you're like, no, absolutely not. So, um, and that's the first time I've tried something and I've liked it. So, um, this is so, sorry, just as a, a segue here, this is how, uh, Mark and I started Doing this was because I think I just posted the picture of this one day, and I was like, "I would really like to have a glass of that with you one day." Um, so that's how this sort of started, um, and uh, here we are. Um, <laughs> Mark's just been sat there quietly enjoying his whiskey all this time, uh, and while the the three of us have been going through all these questions. So, um, I mean. I've been finding it okay. Uh there's there's a question from uh someone called Kendall Kelly. Um asking it if it's possible to get deployed as a developer. Um, I think he means employed. Um saying so 18 years old, about to attend college, um, uh, and I've been coding for uh six to ten hours a day. Um has been coding for every year. So um oh wow, where's that? suppose where's that come from?
1: Whoa. check it out (laughs) and i love how all of scott's face is gone like just
4: just, my just my nose hanging over the (laughs) notification here
1: (laughs) (laughs)
3: uh,
4: absolutely um it it's possible um i think this goes to answer a couple of the questions earlier about um internships as well um if you need the money then you need the money so you should go for a paying job but if you can get an internship and get that experience then absolutely do it but you've been coding for every year if you've got a a good portfolio you've got a lot of projects to 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 show for the the you know the the time you've been putting in then absolutely do that i'm sure anyone who would be uh viewing your um your profile would uh, see that and uh, appreciate that as well so absolutely anything's possible like danny said earlier
1: uh that is busy I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll go ahead and uh, answer that and i also want to answer that uh spring boot question because i've got it but i will say anything is absolutely possible i would also like to err on the side of caution and saying It may be slightly unlikely, though, that they would want to consider you so young. It's not impossible, but I mean, when you're 18 and you still have the potential of going to college, I will never be one to say, don't go to college. I will also say it is completely possible to achieve this without it. It probably is a little bit harder, but it's absolutely possible. But if you're 18 and you're about to go to college, why deny that? Go get that experience because that degree can help in some way or another. So uh, obviously, I say this as a non-college grad. So you know, it's kind of uh, (laughs) I don't know, like almost. It's a life experience.
4: It it would be a life experience as well. So um, getting away from your parents, learn you know, living by yourself or with you know, with your uh, your your, your, what's a colleague. What what do you call your fellow college mates when you're in college? Because I haven't been to college, either, so I wouldn't know that. Yeah. Um, so uh, <laughs> it would be, um, you know, just just the experience of being with these other people. Then that's it's good life experience. So you know, doing doing your own washing, making your own food. I mean, <laughs> it might, it might sound really humdrum and boring, but you know. Yeah
1: that's, that's well, life <laughs> I mean yeah I don't even think of, as far as like because I can't justify the price tag for something like the college experience but what I can say is that you would gain um, resources and learning material that you wouldn't gain any other place so and the other thing too is like if you go to apply for jobs right now and people are like oh you're 18 why aren't you going to college instead of you know getting a job that may be a hurdle especially because this is considered an academic field. So like this isn't for the average person that hasn't put time into studying. So just keep that in mind as well. They may, that may be a hurdle that you run into over and over again at your age applying for it. Now with that said, I will say, and I wasn't thinking about this earlier, just popped in my head now. There's a guy in my town. Uh, his name is uh, Andrew Ursher. And I joke around, and the reason why I had to think about his name is because I always, whenever I see him, I go, my inspiration! Because this, this dude was 19 years old, literally came off of freecodecamp.org, no degree, no nothing. And he landed a dream job at one of the biggest companies in our town. So that is why I call him that. But he literally got into that job only knowing uh, HTML, CSS, JavaScript, React, and SQL. That's it. So-
4: That's That is all he needs really oh honestly yeah
1: and i mean he's been there now for almost two years and still killing it so it's definitely possible and i didn't think about him when you asked that question but it's definitely possible but even he says it's hard uh for a lot of people to do the same thing that he did but like i said before he was just so damn undeniably good they couldn't turn him down can can i just say this as
4: well um there are a lot of success stories about oh hey i I did free co camp and did the whole curriculum and i was employed three months later i mean like what danny's saying that is very much the exception um and you know good luck well done you know that is awesome but um for uh, just another thing as well is, is try not to compare yourself to your peers um it's about what you are doing at that time um and what you know you can do so um it's um where am i going with this <laughs> it's totally lost my train of thought yeah exactly yeah you, you don't uh this is the thing you, you don't have to be you know expert in all these different fields um just just be good and consistent at what you know the three things javascript html css for front end um and that's a good starting point it, it you know if you absolutely have to get into tech as soon as possible there are a lot of places that will be looking for for those skills um and to make yourself undeniably good uh just 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 make sure you've got a good portfolio and um you know the things like danny was talking about earlier which would be good linkedin profile good networking i mean you can't say that for everyone and it's tough for some people um but they are they they are surefire ways to help you along the way and um i wouldn't say it's you know true tried and tested um so for for me um uh, thankfully i was reskilling from uh it's like a business analyst who knew like vba so i was good with excel so I i could program but um, for, for me, it was very much uh, networking. And um, for, for my current job, it was a very good uh, recruiter email who, um, it wasn't the, the standard, you know, six lines you see for, you know, like empty platitudes <laughs> and then get into the job description. It was someone who had actually read my profile, understood what I needed, uh, was looking for, and had a good role, which matched. So. It's luck. It's an amber's game, um, but uh, at the same time, just you just need to be consistent and good at what you're, you know, what, what you're doing at the time.
1: To pick it right. off of that, and it's going to answer the, uh, one question real fast as well. Uh, I have four things that I always tell people that you need if you want to find a job in tech, and this is tried and true for me and in my experience. It may be different for your area, but I highly doubt it. And the very first is good LinkedIn profile. You have to have it. That's where the recruiters are. That's where the hiring managers are. You need to be there. The second is a very good portfolio site. It does not need to be over-engineered in a language. The portfolio site that I used to get hired was honestly just HTML and CSS. But, And here's the thing with this. It needs to be somewhat aesthetically pleasing because majority of hiring managers and recruiters have zero tech knowledge so they're going off of what they see as opposed to the code itself so if they go into your portfolio site and i always say your portfolio site in tech is your business card tech this is what people are going to get their impression of you off of so when they go to the site they need to be like oh this person knows a thing or two because it does like a little css animation or it looks very clean whatever it may be so make sure your portfolio site is aesthetically pleasing now the third thing is your portfolio items your side projects this is where you're demonstrating your expertise and your knowledge of the languages that you're trying to get hired on this is where after the hiring manager looks at it this is where the manager is going to look to see your level of language expertise so you want your projects to be there and one project that I always say you need to have, especially as an aspiring developer, that you want to kind of wow your employers off of. And this is answering your uh,
0: question. It's a Fizzbuzz? It's
1: not even Fizzbuzz.
0: Oh,
4: man, come on.
1: It's uh, an e-commerce website. And the example I always give is something similar to overstock.com. I've never even shopped on overstock.com, but you need to have a... I, yeah it's a furniture website but you need to have something where you have multiple products in multiple categories on multiple pages and you need to have a shopping cart function now the it doesn't need to be fully functional like no one's entering the car details to make a purchase but they just need to see that if they click on something it's going to go into this cart area showing the items that they selected if you can have that nice. and this is not a and it's not a small project, this is a big project, but if you have that, that one project alone will demonstrate your expertise to be hireable, and it's going to obviously cover like your databases, your you know multiple products, all that. So you're covering a lot with that product, that uh, project. And that will be your thing that needs to, like, get you into the front door. And the last thing you need is a resume because, I mean, obviously they're not looking at your good looks to get you in there. They need to see what, you, what you've done, what you, where, as I would say, where, you've been, where, you're go- where you are and where you're going. And your resume is a great way to translate that. So those four things will get you in the door.
2: Yeah. Um, just, like, to add to that uh, about, like, the whole uh, college thing or not for camp whatever, you know, it all comes down to like, how much effort are you putting in? How much are you learning? How much are you doing? How many projects? Well, what, like not specifically the quantity of like how many projects are you doing, but like how much effort are you putting in? Is pretty much what it comes down to. Um, At my first internship, I uh, like, before I went there, uh, I I was going to college. my degree is like one level below a bachelor's, and uh, I was like, I only had one year of college behind me, uh, and I was working with these these people from with like two or three years experience at like a bachelor's le- bachelor's level, but um, I'm I'm gonna just recommend free Code camp here because that I. They, they are honestly great i i did some free code camp next to my college uh in my first year and like i i don't mean to speak like uh little or little or bad about the other like interns but like the, those other interns with like two or three years more experience than i had i was teaching them how to code not the other way around they like th- think about this you know they had Two to three times more experience and time with coding than I had, but like, I, I'm not trying to brag here. But like, just because I, uh, just because if you put in the effort, if you put in the hours, if you actually code and do your projects, do your like algorithm challenges or whatever, just thinking about code, solving problems, doing things that actually translates even like those the actual free content like free code camp can get you pretty far. Like <laughs> it's, I mean, um, that was everything for me. Yeah. Can
4: I, can I just say if it wasn't for free code camp, I probably wouldn't have the, the job I've got now or be where I am now and uh free code camp and a hundred days of code, those, those two things, I mean, hundred days of code alone, that, that sort of challenge <clears throat> as, um, it was just getting that consistency and without that um i don't know i'd probably be going back to what i was doing before uh
3: um, oh yeah i'd still be yeah.
1: frying chicken in the gas station if it wasn't for free code camp so yeah. i mean that's literally exactly thank what you, I'm quincy. Thank you yeah, oh yeah. that's why i love quincy like you know i'll oh and i'll always recommend it yeah, yeah i, I want to weigh
0: in it? again in the um in the college thing. Um, I, I went five years to university uh, bachelors and masters and nothing that apparently on the first look like nothing that I learned there is what I do now like the best thing in coding I learned there is like some Java um, web thing I don't even remember how how was it called but um, <laughs> <laughs> but in, uh, in college, th- that those uh, five years, I, I, I kind of feel that they taught me how to think in a, in a different way, like they like little by little, they teach you how to learn and how to figure stuff out something that you would have to figure out by yourself, like else, or I don't know, like, Besides that, um, like it was an awesome experience being in college. Like as you said, like doing your own laundry, like cooking your own life experience, food, yeah. like uh, yeah. going to drink every day of the of the week
1: <laughs> or not. <laughs> um, but um, um, let me I, ask you I, that: I, like, is that really college or is that just adulthood? Like, you would get that same experience yeah. being on your own. Yeah, but your
4: you know your your parents get to get rid of you that little bit earlier before you do that because if you didn't go to college your parents were like oh i got them in this house not earning me any money not paying rent what are you doing here i mean uh with 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 my daughter that'd be fine but you would be like so what are you doing with your life you know that's what my parents always said to me what, what are you doing with your life you're working you're getting money you give, you give me any money? You, you're not so. Um, I think See? that's a good sort of entry into it, which will give you that. Um I mean I can't say that for um uh as an authority because I haven't been to college, so sorry. Um
1: Yeah, but, I I had to uh, move out I when college. I was young. I moved
4: out uh at 18. But yeah, seventeen famous I mean, when I moved yeah. out, so yeah, yeah.
1: But I didn't mean to cut you off, Mike. I just was curious on that uh yeah. point. I'm sorry. Um
0: yeah where were we oh yeah with the yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> the thing is when you're in college when you're like still young you can pretty much do whatever the fuck you want sorry for language you can do whatever you want um it, you have like little to no risks um or at least that's how i perceived it like when you go to the us college in the us i think it's a little bit different because you know you will have a huge uh, debt on your shoulders also I don't know in which else in which other countries that's the case I think also in the oh, UK, the UK. Yeah, yeah. yeah but um I think in total I paid like thousand euros for my five wow. years of college <laughs> wow
3: the, the,
0: the last few think... years were were basically uh, free like I just had to pay like 25 euros of a student fee it was kind of an insurance thing and the rest at the end it was completely free at the beginning th- they had like a semester fee of 200 no 300 euros maybe wow. and um yeah but
4: uh, I, I think I think like a cheap uh, college education in the UK is about 35k wow. uh, so so, <laughs> so a, a thousand so, yeah. pa- yeah. Yeah. A thousand what, euros at the time. Is it? Yeah, it
1: yeah. If it was 300 euros or $300 to go, I'd be like, yeah, go dude. Like it's yeah, so cheap to do stuff. it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do it I don't know times that, that was
0: in, in Austria. And, uh, I don't know how is it there now? I know that in, in Germany it's also pretty cheap. I think like five hundred five hundred 500 per semester. Uh, plus a, a little inscription fee but y- you you won't have a, a debt when you come out of there um uh, it's probably cheaper to move to germany or austria and get your education and go back <laughs> <laughs> that's
2: so crazy uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> but uh, that's that's why i say um with caution like you don't have risks because if you piss away your five years or three years you, you still have the debt but you will learn something like I I wasn't the best student I I was like a little above average Uh, I went to the parties I went out I went to drinking but I also stayed until uh, 12 a.m. to to code with my friends in the university to do the homeworks so it's a little bit like both of that but um, again as all of you mentioned I, I think it's not necessary to to go to college but to do well in order to code but i think it's a great um it's a great way to 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 get some i don't know this kind of how to think as a programmer i don't know how to explain it very well like that kind of how to think in in the structures uh, i think i learned that from college mostly then from other things but
4: um caitlin saying he paid 50k for a uni degree 50k
1: yeah, he's just showing off. He's got money, you know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> can you guys not hear me? Because uh yeah, I we can hear you. Yeah, 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 yeah. He just saw so, the um, new icon. Um, oh, yeah, he should,
0: he should he should Stefan said that uh the fee is still the same. Like he, he strangely, wow. he, he lives in the same town, little town where I studied, <laughs> uh, and we never met. Like there's like fifty thousand people or less in that town and we just um, made on twitter cool. so <laughs> it's still free there so
1: so wow. uh manish asked the question and uh, i'm not prepared to answer this but maybe you guys are uh what would be the way you prepare for a front-end interview what holds more importance good algorithm data structure knowledge or technical proficiency and as a front-end dev which design pattern is more useful to learn um i can speak a little bit about that
2: um because like during my last job search i didn't really i i guess it kind of really depends on where you live because where i am at like algorithm stuff wasn't really important but uh like at this one interview actually asked me like all right uh, because it was front-end like how would you create uh, a nav bar with like these uh, requirements right so like HTML like the markup is it accessible Uh, how are you gonna use Flexbox whatever but like for these others uh, other interviews uh, they gave me mostly take-home projects so uh, like for a, uh, Fang, you know, uh, those big companies like Google, uh, they might like have you uh, type an algorithm in Google docs or whatever. Um, but like for most companies, at least where I applied, they weren't doing like the whiteboard thing, but let me just say this, just like maybe, maybe companies in your area don't do that. Um, uh, it, it still doesn't hurt because it like it actually trains you to do these like coding problems uh, more efficiently because you're maybe using or looking up these JavaScript array methods that you pretty much only use once a month but now you're using them on the regular you know so you have those those fresh in your in your mind when when they ask you questions about it when you need to solve a problem with it if you maybe maybe they're doing a call with you during your take home project could be right so uh maybe they're watching you code the take home thing um if you're prepared if you're uh using these these techniques on a regular basis then it can help you like Finish the take-home project, even if if they're not watching you. You can finish it quicker, so you can get more like um, applications out the door. It's it's just it it, it never hurts to do like these uh, these algorithm challenges. But not every job will give you like the stereotypical uh, whiteboard problem. Like here's Fizzbus, you know, uh, <laughs> right? So uh for me they they gave me uh like for my current job they gave me a pretty relevant uh take-home project uh which is pretty much in line with like uh some of the stuff that we do but not not every job will be like that not every interview interview will be like that but
4: i i i've had i've had uh interviews where where you get asked the obscure sort of JavaScript question, and you have you have the interviewer sitting opposite you, like some adversary, like adversary, like yes, I've beaten you with this question, and um, this is what I'm dead against with about this sort of uh, thing in hiring. It's not you know trying to catch someone out. You're not trying to you, you know you want to know where their skills are, but you don't want to be asking sort of questions well danny twitched I well, triggered you danny <laughs> um, oh, there you go.
1: It's
4: um it. uh more about asking people you know what they like to mean, what their passions are what what you know what they find interesting about uh about web development uh, those sort of questions rather than uh oh just just knock up some fizz buzz for me so i mean i've i've um that i mean i i can recall two one where i was asked to whiteboard like uh an an array map on the board and the guy went oh the syntax is wrong i'm like it's a whiteboard (laughs) does it matter (laughs) it's like you missed a bracket and i'm like seriously um and uh what would another one be um oh one where i just clearly missed like an async await function and the interviewer clearly said to me it's an asynchronous uh call but uh, you know just because you're in a situation and there's a lot of pressure on you, you just totally forget that sort of thing so i don't think those sort of things are a good judge on how someone how well someone would do a job danny's building up a load of questions here look he's <laughs> you taking notes
1: <laughs> oh, I'm going to say on this. This is a subject I talk about a lot. Like, right. yeah, I feel uh,
4: strongly about it. I don't. I don't really think a technical interview, asking people tricky questions, um, uh, you know, t- t- trying to catch someone out. I don't think that is the right way to go around interviewing someone. um I, well, I think it was Mark who posted. Was it you, Mark, who posted about just being able to communicate things clearly to people?
3: Yeah.
4: Uh, it, yeah it's you know uh, on, on how you're going to do something rather than uh being able to technically d- do something like recite it like you know if you're going for a like a fang job that sort of thing's expected now this this whole like genres of books created out of it um which is cool if you want to work for fang um but uh, at, at the same time uh it's something which i don't really think very relevant uh I don't think it's a good gauge of how well someone could do that role Mm. um I mean uh what Eddie was saying about take-home tests they are a good way to do it but um we're we're all we've all got busy lives we're all doing a lot of things and then trying to carve out you know six hours to do like a a side project is is tough uh to, to to find the time to do that so um there there's also that aspect of it as well so you know having the time to, to to be able to commit to doing that sort of thing is also i would say it's an inconvenience and uh, it's a good opportunity for you to show your skill level but a lot of people can't do that so it costs a lot of people aside who could have been great at doing the job
1: I, right. i'll tell you I, i'll go ahead go ahead so
2: Um, I just grabbed this, this book off of my shelf. I don't know if you can. That's the one. That's the one. Yeah. Cracking the code interview. Yeah. I, I pretty much read like 5% of this.
3: (laughs) 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 So, um,
2: (laughs) so not,
3: it's it's
2: not important for every job. You know, if if you want to work like, (laughs) You know, you know amazon netflix google whatever <laughs> it's um it, it it just doesn't matter you know if you can like uh this this reminds me of uh this it's a, uh, it's about problem solving isn't it uh, post that's I think earlier this week or last week, like oh, I just did this four-year degree uh, where they taught me uh, like these algorithms and like breath-first search and Big O and whatever. And now I now, now, now I got a senior dev. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Just, like if, you, especially like if you're a junior developer, like I I don't know why I picked this up. I, I honestly don't like. I thought it would matter. I thought, you know, all right, I gotta nail this big O, like, uh, time complexity or whatever. I don't even remember. It's been it's it's been a while. It's uh, yeah. space time complex, uh, complexity complexity. <laughs> it's what I what it was.
3: Like <laughs> if, so, uh, if, if
2: you're doing like most of the HTML CSS and like some basic yeah. JavaScript, like. React, you know. All right, I'm grabbing this data from an API and I'm mapping yeah. over it, you know, making it a data structure that I, I need. You you don't need this stuff, honestly. Like if if you're, if you've done like six hours of free code camp, uh, algorithms,
1: you, you're pretty much there. N- not even kidding. <laughs> you don't need so, it. So he he's right, and I I will say this. I've done. God knows how many whiteboard coding interviews and uh, assessments and all this and that. Here's my advice when it comes to whiteboard coding. So like many of you know, uh, I turned down six jobs before accepting my job. Every single one of those jobs was a whiteboard coding interview. And I'd say out of those six, I failed five of them. Here's the thing that what you write is not necessarily what they're looking for. They're looking for you to talk your way through the actual thought process, because if you can at least think in the way they need, you can learn the rest. Uh, so one thing with that, I always talk it through. And here's one thing and people underestimate how damn powerful this is. If you are asked a question and you do not know the answer, I have always said, I don't don't know. But if you give me enough time, I will research it and find it out. That shows that you're passionate for getting the right answer. They love that. So here's the other thing tech is what I like to call black or white. If you try to bullshit your way through an answer, everyone knows you have zero idea what you're talking about. Like I tell yeah. you like there's no area where you can someone can ask you, can you do a fizz buzz? And you're like, Well I, yeah, you should just start with this and this and this. they're gonna know exactly right away that you have no fucking clue. But yeah. if say very fizz buzz, i I'll be like, I've
4: got to google it. There's <laughs> google it. There's a
1: hundred rate of failure for me right now to try and do <laughs> it. <don't know. laughs> but honestly, yeah. if you just are very honest and say i don't know but i will research it if you give me enough time that will go a long way so make sure that you're not putting all your stock it is important though to know your data structures and all that because that's basically what companies want unfortunately but so this, if, go ahead
4: sorry man sorry uh so yeah. this, this is what i was saying earlier about uh just in time learning so you could learn all of this stuff you could you know people who say "Ah, uh, you know i'm going to spend three weeks learning css two weeks learning html four weeks learning javascript and i'll get a job and it's uh you know you could learn all that you could learn it all thoroughly and know it but if you don't use it day in day out um and you, you're not sort of um uh, reinforcing what you've learned over time that information goes um Like, I could say the same for, you know, when I was picking up Node, Python. I mean, I'm an ex VBA developer. I couldn't tell you how to do anything in in VBA right now. It just goes. So, you know, that sort of stuff. uh, What what I found is, if, like what you were saying, Danny, about um, uh, if you don't know, so to say you don't know it, but you you will find out the answer and you will do the work to to do it. And uh, I think that's why um, I got, My job where i am at the moment it's like i was at fun i was like no but i could find out i can you know i could work my way around it and you know hopefully i've got colleagues who are going to help me uh you know work with me to to do this problem so um that's the thing i mean if you're a solo dev then obviously great communities twitter free camp reddit uh, I'll tell you what, I found out f- about Free co from Reddit. So thank you, Reddit. Um, uh, obviously Stack Overflow, just don't ask any questions. <laughs> 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 uh, these are all great resources to to, to find your way to work away through a problem. And uh, I think Caitlin posted like a GIF the other day of him sort of finishing a bug and like closing like 16 sort of browser yeah. tabs that's 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 web dev i mean uh there was a time you know back in the 90s where you'd have uh, you'd have you paper with like books like this um and they, they'd know every page of it and uh, you know that was their information it wasn't you know it wasn't for sharing and uh, they knew how to do the thing so it was very gatekeeper it was you know um but but times have changed and now everyone just share stuff freely and um these days i mean the information's there if you want it but seriously who's who's got time who's got time for that jesus i mean right. um, <laughs> so um this is this is what i mean about um you know if there's something which you come up against and you're not skilled in it then get skilled in it learn it um and I don't mean to sound it like as blasé as that, but you know, just 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 get um, enough information to to do the thing. Do the thing. That that's what I call it at work. So um, you know, um, and just um, if uh, I, it, it just sounds really sort of YOLO YOLO developer, but um, you know, in a lot of situations, there's a lot of things you haven't come up against before, which you will need to learn so i i don't know how else to phrase it i mean um just just get good at learning stuff which you don't know but don't learn a load of stuff you don't need to use i mean i asked about jquery i was like should i should i learn jquery and uh people saying what are you going to be working in i was like well i want to work in react they're like well I i don't think you're going to need jquery um so i just didn't bother with it but um there's, there's legacy code bases there's always legacy code bases right um, but they've got jQuery in it so I'm like oh what's this I've never said this before you know google it find out you know make it make it do the thing yeah. <laughs> sorry Danny's giving me such a dirty look sorry Danny I mean not you, <laughs> <laughs> you not dirty right, what do you think? Doing? doing what is that does that sound entitled does it sound i, I think uh I, I don't want to sound entitled by that but um you know that's how i've i've made my career i mean i like i said i didn't have a uh a college degree um but I, I you know, i got into where i was working as like a temporary contractor and they just saw that i could do stuff with code and they were happy with it so they took me on full time so um you know I'm sort of a chancer, really. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, uh, you know, I, I found that I can learn learn what I need to learn at the time when I need to learn it. And um, I'm a bit, I wouldn't say finicky, but, uh, you know, I, I, I like to know where I should be spending my time, my resources, basically, on, on what to learn. Um, so I always have to make a decision on, is it worth my time to learn this right now or when it comes
2: up? Um. yeah yeah exactly like for me personally like uh the last four years have pretty much like all been front end like four years of like uh, during my college they taught me a bunch of yeah. stuff uh well they tried to, at least <laughs> so uh but i decided all right i'm gonna get so good at front end that i'm gonna get like a pretty awesome job uh, right out of the gate. You know, Uh, I want to be good at something, so I can uh, offer value. But like, it all comes down to, all right, do I actually need to learn this? Do I, like, uh, a couple weeks ago, uh, I saw on Twitter uh, some people talking about this new React state management library. Why why should, why should, yeah, exactly. That's the one. Why why should I care? I've been using, uh, react state management libraries for quite a while now. Um, mainly, uh, my current job, uh, Apollo GraphQL client, uh, because we do a lot with GraphQL, but like I'm not even sure what kind of problem recall solves. I haven't really checked it out yet, but I guess what I'm trying (laughs) to say is, uh if 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 you're not if you're doing fine and nobody is asking you to like learn something and you, you like you you don't need it right why should you spend your entire weekend learning it and um to get back to uh interviews because we're sort of going on attention here but uh <laughs> right uh What I wanted to actually talk about was, um, because we started about uh, talking about like, all right, maybe in an interview, you shouldn't uh, pretend like you know stuff you don't, right? Uh, Uh, That's how we got here. So um, a while ago, uh, actually exactly a year ago, pretty much at this point, uh, when I was uh, looking for my next job, I interviewed at this company. I am like fresh out of college almost, right? Uh pretty much. And I interviewed at this company that typically only hires senior developers and I attended their meetups, there we go again. Uh that's why I got the interview. Um and they asked me this question uh about JWT, JSON web tokens, right? And I'm I like I said I I've mainly done front end for pretty much 4 years at this point. And they asked me, what is a JWT? What's a JSON web token? Why do, you, why do people use it? What, what can you do with it? How does it work? And in, during the interview, I, I, I basically said, all right, I'm going to be upfront. Uh, I don't know what the hell this is. Uh, I've heard about it. I'm like, I'm, I, I'm, I'm aware that it's used for authentication. And stuff like that but here is how i think that it works and the the interviewer he said all right uh, after i was done talking i very much respect you being honest about this i know that you've been doing front end for the most part and you've actually like uh, he said he said all right that's pretty accurate but that's not entirely how it works and then he explained it to me but like you you don't want to lie during your interview because if your like next job is like based upon the lies that you told in an interview you're in for a bad time i'm i'm gonna tell you right now like if if you're lying or all right yeah dude oh i've been doing wordpress for like Sixty-seven years, and uh, it's, it's it's great. I've, I've built so much stuff with it. I've I've basically. It has been
4: around it. that long, by the way. <laughs> years.
2: Right. So, but 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 like the thing is, I've never worked in WordPress, right? So why would I say that? I would basically ship myself in the foot on like day one of the job. Like, all right, Eddie, and uh, here you go. We have this client. Uh, we're gonna onboard you on the project, but um but after that you're gonna build this like plugin or you're gonna build a web page for them uh, in wordpress and like if i if i told them in my interview like all right uh i know wordpress you know 67 years of experience uh of course um i can do that easy uh but then on the job oh shit, i don't know anything about wordpress i uh you know, how are you gonna explain yourself? It's it's just setting yourself up for failure. It's um, it's also, of course, dishonest. And like, what if you know, if you're uh, living in like a small country where most companies know each other, right? W- what if that company mentions? Like, all right, this Eddie guy's been lying. He's 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 been full of shit this entire time. We hired him, and he doesn't know anything, right? So, I'm to move to a bigger
1: country, <laughs> bro. Just move to a bigger country. Exactly. Are you talking <laughs> about Luxembourg? Nah, 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 now I got to move to a
2: Are You bashing on us because again? I, because I was full of shit during my interview. <laughs> it's just like j- just be honest, because that that's what it comes down to like if you're lying in in your interview and like that's what gets you the job yeah like all right great you got like a paycheck for like a couple months maybe yeah
3: yeah yeah
2: like if if it gets to that point but yeah (laughs) at some point they're gonna do that because
4: they're gonna find out pretty quick aren't they yeah
2: exactly unless you're like really talented at like learning new things but then again why would you just you should talk about that if you're that good at le- like learning new things you should say that in your interview like oh, i can learn like React in like 26 minutes and now i'm like a pro right <laughs> so- I'd like- you know what i'd like to
4: see it and um when you were saying oh and i take you a, you know a day or two to go through the react documentation like really i mean i, I don't think it's that big but i don't think i've actually sat down and read through all the, the react documentation um
1: yeah
4: I mean, The thing is this like there's there's, <laughs> there's enough resources out there and uh people's other takes on it as well which um i don't know i mean yeah i'm really ashamed to me i don't think i've actually sat there and read all of the, the react documentation um i think a good question to answer mike would be from uh minish about how to contribute to open source.
2: I'm gonna be right back.
0: Okay, how it, to contribute to open source. Someone, <laughs> one of you guys contributed to open source because uh, I, did, Manish, I haven't.
4: Manish, sorry, Manish has asked a question. Uh, one more question how to start contributing on open source projects? Even there you go. Uh, making some complex projects when you open source uh, profile and look at it. Issues you don't know where to start.
0: I have one, <sighs> one thing about this. Like, I don't have personal experience in it. I never um, contributed to well once, but I'll come to that later. Um, a talk of in the um, VueJS Amsterdam this year, a guy was talking about. Uh, he was in Bootstrap or Vue uh, Bootstrap Vue project, and he said, like, he started with like just correcting typos and then like he, yeah yeah like like starting with the with the smallest stuff you can find and then like do a little bit more and a little bit more that yeah. and and some projects have like this um tasks tasks assigned good for newcomers or good yeah, first issue good first issue, yeah. Good first issue. Yeah, yeah yeah good first issue uh that would be great to start but um yeah the only contribution I I made was like port a a theme to um, prism but that was like not really fixing a bug or plugging into something It was just like writing another theme and this is the thing
4: it's 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 not adding complex features or you know rewriting whole things it is just as simple as typos um, adding stuff to the documentation because uh, there's, there's been stuff which, uh, like projects which I've used, and I was like, well, th- th- you know, the first thing you go to is the readme in, in a GitHub project, and um, you follow that to, to get started. And if that doesn't reflect what you're doing, you know, how, how you access an API or, you know, how, how you sort of um, how you use something, then it, it's misleading. And you want to, I mean, personally – i've had it happen to me a couple of times where i've just i've had to just say look this isn't how i did it this is I did it this way or I fixed it like this um it doesn't have to be with uh pull requests either or issues just just um i mean there was one for uh yarn the other day which uh, i commented on uh, an issue from like two years ago where um uh yarn wasn't showing um in on bash so you tried run run yarn and it said it didn't recognize the command and it was just simply pointing yarn to your bash rc file and uh, i found the issue and i said look you know for the next person who comes here and finds this just just do this and then literally the next day i had someone uh, saying yeah thank you <laughs> just come across this thank you so much for doing this so uh, it, it you know it's not all about um you know, pull requests or adding issues and things like that. It's it's just things in 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 that respect as well. I mean, granted they won't show on your GitHub profile because um, you just you're just adding to an issue, but you're you're contributing back to the community for the next person who who comes along with their issue. I mean, that's like ninety five percent of why I do most of the uh, the. The posts I do in my digital garden. It's just to say, you know, I worked out this thing. This is how I did it. Just for the next person who's like, what well, how do you do this? You know, I've got stuck on this bit. And uh, that's why, you know, uh, I, I post stuff like that online, just so people know how they can mm-hmm. get around that situation. So, uh, but that's totally not about <laughs> contributing to GitHub, but that's about the community, really, rather than um, uh, just doing stuff on GitHub.
1: One thing I'll say about open source, I don't think anyone that isn't ready should jump into that because that's a whole bag of worms. Now, I've done open source plenty of times, especially okay, for, yeah. like, Hacktoberfest. But it's it. I would suggest, especially if you're a beginner, focus on what you need to focus on first. Once you become a little bit higher level and more comfortable making applications, then go that route. But don't rush into it because you're going to be confused. You're going to make some code that you know you think is awesome and then realize it sucks and they're gonna tell you and it's gonna crush your dreams or whatever take your steps there's no reason to rush into it because you know it's the buzz thing to do just you know focus on what you're doing
4: but then then you learn you learn from there don't you know Danny I guess I mean we always learn
1: when we fail but and I'm a huge believer in you need to fail I love failing because failing in my opinion, failing to me is just removing one obstacle out of my way on my path to success. So I love failing and I love to fail, but I do think people hear people talk about open source and they jump into it way too early to where number one, they don't even know what they're contributing to. So that's another thing. If you can't read the code and figure out what's going on, you don't need to be really contributing to that just yet you need to at least read the code and visualize what's happening here. So until you can proficiently read other people's code, don't look at contributing to open source. And then I think if you know how to read someone else's code, then at that point, you're gonna already know how to contribute to open source. They kind of go hand in hand there. So until you can do one proficiently, don't jump into the other. Right, and just to add to that, like contributing to Open source
2: is like a really awesome goal, right? It's uh especially if you haven't had a job yet, it's a great way to like, all right, uh here is how I worked in this team of people on the internet. It's like it's it's open source, but it's still a team, right? It's uh it's not exactly like a job, but like at a job if you're doing git uh with pull requests, it's pretty similar. Um but the thing is, like Danny said, if you're uh, not familiar with the code or like if you, if you can't read it, it's, it's going to be tough, right? So at my current job, we do uh, quite a bit of open source. We have a bit of closed source, of course, but we also have open source. And it took me quite a while to even get familiar with the project uh, that is open source. Even though I work on it at least eight hours a day, right so it's <laughs> it's it, it, it of course it depends on the skill of the project, but it, it's not easy so if you're like trying to get a job um it might just be better to do a couple projects yourself and then maybe jump into like a smaller projects on open source if you really wanna do that. But like, if you want to like create your first, I don't know, hello world, and then your to do application, and then you want to like jump into open source for Vue, TypeScript, or React, that's like a major jump, right? So it, it's it's just way too complex. There's probably like too much things that you even need to learn. Honestly if you're trying to get a job open source is great like if you can do it i would definitely recommend it of course it's 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 not like it's 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 a great like plus on your resume it's it's a great like buzzword (laughs) to have on there too but um it, it like open source is great but if you can just do like projects and do Git properly like have uh your own okay. projects where you do uh you know your you have your master branch and your development branch and maybe a couple feet feature branches that you work on yourself uh and like just do it that way like like they do in Pretty big open source projects, then you're you're golden, you know. Then you can start working a, a job, and uh, if if you just know Git properly, that, that 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 that's next to the code that you work with. For example, JavaScript, HTML, CSS, in front end, that's pretty much all you need, really. Um,
4: so can I can I just talk about a um, uh, a good way to get used to uh, collaborating and working with other team members on GitHub? Yeah, go ahead. It's, go some, ahead. it's something called uh, Chingu. Uh, it's Chingu.io, and um, I'll be honest, I'm not sure if it's still going. Uh, just posted the link to the uh, the website in the chat. Where in the chat?
1: Uh, yeah, I'm not seeing that. Like, yeah, that's the second time you on... said you posted a link. I'm like, where
4: is it? <laughs> uh, yeah, same, it same thing on, for me. On on YouTube because I can't post it in the uh I how'd you post it. it in the
0: chat? Maybe you post it in the private chat. I, mean, I, I think there's a slight delay,
1: like one or two minutes.
4: So I I've got the TV. uh I've got the YouTube chat and I've got the uh, the streaming. If chat. you
1: just I think I don't think you can post a link without something before it. I think if you just post
2: a uh, link, it blocks that like spam right. filter. Yeah. Chingu. It's, it's exactly what you said, Danny. It's like the second time that he smashed it in the chat, but like at, the last time was I was looking for it, but I didn't see it. So yeah. it looks like, all right, Maybe maybe so, I'm blind. Maybe I'm blind, but.
4: Did the last link go? No, I think I replied to someone who said here. So I gave like Austin's right. It's fine. It's, look let's just uh put Austin's thing on there again um because you guys are
1: posting hold on
4: in in YouTube right hold on
1: I'm going to post a link and you tell me if you see it
4: in the chat I've been posting all this time now it's been seeing my my, my post no. this? Do you, oh
1: that, that's in the
4: private though like that's it yeah no I'll literally just put that in the private but it's not chingu.com it's chingu.io isn't it
3: ah, just, just go back
4: to ah yeah chingu.io that's it I posted it in the YouTube chat so anyway um
1: yeah, see my one... link did not also didn't come through because I see uh it didn't show go fake can you see it now can you see it now I Anybody guess no link to? will show in the chat It's it's
2: uh, on screen now so
1: yeah well i mean like i just posted a link just to see if it goes through i posted my youtube channel link just to see if it'll go through and it's not right. visible at all yeah doesn't so work.
4: so can you see the bit where i've said chingu and then i've got the link behind it well he he or... put he put
1: it on our screen uh-huh. like if you look at our chat video so like... so I'm, I'm
4: just just thinking about everyone else can 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 they see it or
1: i'm not, not seeing it
3: no all
4: right Okay, so, anyway, (laughs) Um. (laughs) Chingu.io. Right, that was, um, I was put, I did it twice, I think, and uh, this was what gave me the confidence to start applying for roles outside of what I was doing currently. Um, In this, you get put in a team with uh, five to eight other developers, and you decide on building a project. So, you're all um, uh, separate, You're all all working remotely and um, distributed. That's what I was trying to say. Um, You all work on a problem together. So you find out a means to uh, communicate with each other, like Slack or um, Google Hangouts, and then talk about what you're going to build. And then you start off a a GitHub project as a team, and you work through your issues. You, You build... Um, it gives you a really good idea of how to uh, work on GitHub and work in a team at the same time. And from the people I was working with, um, I learned so much uh, in such a short time that I was like, right, okay, if I'm going to learn what I need to learn, I need to be on a team doing this sort of thing all the time, which was one of the the, the main reasons, you know, the main things I was asking when I was interviewing is like, who am I working with? What's my team like? uh do we do we pair program things like this just so i knew i'd be getting the education i needed out of the role and for the stuff i'd be giving back as well um so i thought it was fantastic and i would recommend it to anyone if um it's still valid and they're still running i think they are um so it is if you want to get involved in open source um just just build a chingy project uh it doesn't have to be great um, it gives you a really good feel for how to how to do things um, on a, on a team. Uh, so that's that's fun having to come up with uh, branching strategies and you know how you're going to work through issues and assigning stuff to people. It's it's always good. So it's, it's a good experience, I would say, um, and a good way to get introduced to uh, to GitHub. I mean, I guess you could do it a bit bucket as well. Um, but yeah, it's great. I definitely recommend it.
1: Cool. Uh,
0: so, whether there more questions, <laughs>
3: I'm
1: going to have to wrap up my end. Danny? Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
4: It's very it's very nice meeting you in person, my friend.
1: It's nice uh, to be met, my friend. Thank
4: thank you for all you do on Twitter. Everyone loves you. So thank you so much.
1: I do have some, you know, really phenomenal followers that and it sounds so weird to even say shit like that. Like you know, oh my followers are so awesome, but I never thought I would have followers. I've only been doing this for a couple months, so you know, I just got on there and just started talking. Apparently people like it. Uh never thought that would be the case but go figure um one thing i'll say just to before i leave because uh it's lunchtime and my whole family is waiting for me
4: uh are yeah, you the cook?
1: Like, <laughs> are you the cook
4: i am in my house i'm the cook i cook all the food
1: so you know for in my house my, my wife is a phenomenal chef uh once you know she cooked me dinner i realized very quickly that I need to put a ring on it uh, because, <laughs> <laughs> like, like she was she was phenomenal in so many things, and then you add that on top of it. I knew my fat heart would never run out of food to fall in love with. So you know that was something there. And I always say, you know, I didn't get fat by eating bad food. Right? Like we eat really great stuff. So, but uh, one thing for me, and you know, I know we have a bunch of beginner developers on here, so I just kind of want to say something. The reason why even took this path was like my idea of what failure is. And I always love asking people what their idea of failure is because for me, it was waking up every single morning and then I was doing something that I just didn't want to do. And for me, when you're in that moment, that is failing, like, and I never wanted to fail after realizing that because life is so short. Like it is incredibly short. Like, You're here today, and you're gone today. Like, There's no indefinite time limit. The only guarantee that we all have on this chat, whether we're texting it or we're talking about it, is we're going to be leaving this Earth one way or another. And I don't want to leave it being miserable doing something that I don't want to do. Because it's gonna be there. And then on top of that, I don't wanna be miserable not making money and then doing what I don't wanna do. Like I don't wanna be broke, miserable, and waking up to going to work every single day when I don't want to do that. So find what you want to do. And if that's tech, then awesome. I want to support you on that. And if you realize, hey, coding sucks, and I'd rather be working in hardware, then that's awesome too. Or if you realize, shit, construction is where I want to be. Mm -hmm. I want to support that as well. I want to support you. I say that Mm -hmm. all the time. I want to support you, whatever Mm -hmm. it may be. And it brings me back to this amazing idea. And this kind of like changed my life. Let's assume for a second that you're on your deathbed, like your time has come and you're going to go. And surrounding you are the ghost of your intelligence, the ghost of your ideas, the ghost of your tenacity, the ghost of your abilities. And for whatever reason, you never tapped into them and they're there surrounding you and they're staring at you with these large angry eyes. And finally they say, we came to you and only you could have given us life and for whatever reason, you never did. And now we must die for you to die with you forever. So, if you were to die today, what abilities, what intelligence, what tenacity will go with you? The same idea. What are you not tapping into and denying the world because you haven't brought it to life? What are you denying everyone around you that you haven't created and brought to fruition as of now? Whatever that is, let's get, tap into it. Let's bring it to life and let's make it happen. Scott's yeah, The hairs on the back of my neck dead. are standing up. <laughs> the hairs weird. on the back
4: of my neck are standing up, yo. Right? Like, I
1: mean, it's a it's a I'm real gonna idea. I'm asleep now. Thanks, Danny.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I can't sleep tonight. I'll be up in bed like this.
1: <laughs> I mean, it, it, <laughs> like if you really do think about that, like it really it really changed my life thinking about that. Like, what am I not tapping into? That I could be tapping into. Why are you doing that?
4: Why are you selling shit on TV, man? (laughs) Fucking hell! I mean, I I was in sales for a long
1: time. (laughs) I I was in sales for a long time, but really, if you think about it, like if you have a great idea, like you have this idea that either it's a website or it's a product or whatever may be, but you have this idea by you just keeping it in your mind and not creating it, you've denied everyone in this room right now your idea you've denied me the pleasure of being able to experience the idea that you have so why are you denying me this and just go out there and make it happen because if you make it happen we can all celebrate in your success we can all get to celebrate your idea and who knows that idea might be the one thing that i'm looking for that i don't know i realize yet i
4: feel like pressure no
1: pressure go make it now like kid, go do it now. I <laughs> mean, sometimes people have these great ideas and they just need that little push to go do it. And I mean... Maybe you, maybe someone needs that. And I, I always say when I'm talking, I'm not really talking to anyone in particular. I'm talking to the one person somewhere. I'm talking to someone somewhere that I made up in my head that needed to hear this. And it's really me that needed to hear this several years ago. And I'm t- just talking, when I make my tweets, that's who I'm talking to. When I'm yes, talking like this, that's who I'm too. talking to. Yeah, yeah.
4: If <laughs> I don't true, write anything, it's either for past Scott, uh, sorry, for future Scott, so it's when I'm like, because uh, I've got this whole website, uh, chicksix.xyz, and it's basically anything that goes in now is um, is stuff I've forgotten, and I have to go back to it.
1: And in case you were confused so. by what he just said, uh, it wasn't XYZ, it's XYZ and freedom talk. So, you know, if you're, if you're in America <laughs> and you didn't know what that was, I just explained that for you. <laughs> freedom, All right, guys. freedom talk. I, I, I do have to get off of here. This was a blast. I enjoyed it. Thank yeah, you. Love you, Danny. Thank you. Um, Thanks for coming, Danny. And to touch on one last thing, I always say it's great when someone amplifies you instead of you amplifying yourself. Mark is a phenomenal talk and developer. Eddie is fantastic when it comes to JavaScript. Scott is all right in other things. So make sure you follow them (laughs) on social media. (laughs) Make sure you follow them. I highly, highly recommend them. And if you find some time... Come check me out on Twitch, YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter, all the same D Thompson Dev. And make sure you check out my podcast, Commit Your Code, where I get to interview some of the most phenomenal people in tech and talk about their journeys into it. Uh, definitely, definitely check that out. Other than that, absolutely loved it. Enjoyed this. Enjoy your whiskey. I'll drink tonight thinking of you, but for <laughs> now, I'll stick to water and I'm done.
4: Have a good one, Danny. see you bye bye. It's again. been nice. Bye,
2: Danny. Have a good one. Alright bye, guys. Bye bye. See you
4: later. Bye bye. Bye bye. Oh man. How big is my head? Jesus. <laughs> 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 Those three columns, man. It's just my whole forehead was just like in one column. <laughs> right.
0: Yeah, I think we wrap it up. Um, it's been
2: two hours. Pretty I know. Oh damn. Two hours. Yeah. Two hours already.
0: But still twenty three viewers, so thank you for everyone who stayed this long.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so we gotta wrap got up something out of it.
4: <laughs> yeah. We gotta wrap up?
0: Yeah, we wrap up. So thanks every- everyone for joining. Um I hope you like the energy, especially Danny's.
4: <laughs> yeah. There's no there's no point in going on now. So yes. that is gone. <laughs> <Yes>. That's it. <laughs>
0: energy left (laughs) so
4: yeah that's it that's it
0: so uh i I end the broadcast now and um yeah follow us on twitter (laughs) and we can keep talking there
2: and subscribe to mark on on youtube where you're watching this right now where somewhere 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 here yeah
3: Yeah, subscribe to (laughs) freaking that's that's not my
4: twitter handle anyway
3: <laughs> okay
4: all right guys bye. peace out nice to see you again God. thanks yeah man. take care bye bye see
0: you around right. bye later bye. guys bye.